Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this Thursday, October 19th. Hope you're having a great day, great week. Um, yesterday, well, not a great day on Wall Street. We'll talk about that and more. But when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds, hey, before we do that, though, let's not forget that there are so many things in this world that we just don't have any control over. However, you can take some control of your investment portfolio by controlling the amount of risk you have in that portfolio. One, you need to know what that risk is. Two, you need to know what that risk should be based on your current circumstances and how far you are off from retirement. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Voice 7 Light FM morning all. 8.42 now, 18 before 9, checking in on your money on Wall Street and seeing if there's any good news this morning to report. Teaser effect, I think there is for the moment after kind of a crummy day yesterday. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services and get everything quantified nailed down this morning. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Hey, good morning, David. Doing well today. It's uh, Thursday, and uh, but I got to say, the markets weren't happy yesterday. Um, they ended up, I would say, solidly in the red. Uh, but maybe we could get a flip today and, and end up in the green today. Well, one never knows. I mean, uh, that Dow was down by almost a full percent yesterday, down three thir down 333 points. And that was the good news out of the three major indexes. Standard & Poor's was down by 59. That's a percent and a third. And NASDAQ, if it wasn't nailed down, they sold it down a full 1.6%, down 219 points. I was just looking at the listings of some of the low points for the day. Uh, the people we were talking about are reported yesterday morning. Morgan Stanley fell 7% after their profits fell through the floor. United Airlines was down by 8%, largely off of guidance, because they were a miss, but their guidance was kind of el stinko. Uh, didn't have much of a track record to work off of yesterday, did we? No, we didn't. And uh, it was just a um, just not a good day yesterday. And it didn't start out well, and it obviously didn't end well. Uh, you know, and today, I mean, you look at the economic news, and, and I just got to scratch my head and think that maybe, you know, your uh, – you know, your odds maker may be changing their their mind here and, and going more towards a increase in interest rates now. Uh, offhand, it sounds like it. I mean, we were starting to see some indications out of the Fed governors doing rubber chicken speeches that, uh, you know, they were kind of thinking maybe a pause was in order. Then we come up with our jobless claims report for this morning. First time jobless claims last week, 100, 198,000. Uh, before we went on the air, I said, I honestly can't remember more than one or maybe two weeks in history that we've ever gotten first-time claims under 200,000, and we're down there today. Only 1.73 million continuing claims continuing last week. We have got the most resilient employment market on planet Earth, I'm convinced. We've been doing everything we can to throw people out of work, and everybody's hanging on to a job, and nobody's moving, are they? Well, it definitely seems that way, Dave, though I will tell you, um, early this morning, I was reading an article, I can't put my fingers on it right now, but uh, Nokia is uh -huh. uh, laying off 14,000 employees. I didn't even know Nokia still existed <laughs> after Microsoft. 
I didn't yeah. know they had that many employees. Yeah, the, the layoffs keep happening, but people seem to find other jobs. I mean, granted, you know, when we looked at the employment report from the uh, the end of the month, full you know, full blush at the first Friday of the month, more than half of the jobs that were created last month, yeah, they were part time jobs. So some folks are working two part time jobs in order to get to full time, but for some reason or another, they keep on finding jobs. Uh, the other indication that kind of uh, doesn't bode well for the economy is the Philadelphia Fed index. Uh, it rose. It did improve, but not as much as expected. It was minus 13.5 last month. They were expected it to really go gangbusters and only go to negative 6.4. It went to minus 9. So, you know, I get things that business is soft. Everything is kind of slowing down. And then I look at employment reports saying nobody's out of work. Just yeah, but, but you know, people are people are probably having to work three, you know, three three part time jobs, maybe four part time jobs to make it these days. Um, you know, when you and I get off the radio, there's two more big things coming out today. Existing mm -hmm. home sales comes out at ten. That's going to be a, an, an important number that comes out, and then the U.S. leading economic indicators come out at ten as well. So, uh, a couple things as well as you know, your friends, the Fed. Fed presidents all have some, some, there's like four or five of them that have like speaking engagements this afternoon. Oh, yeah. They're going for the free food fast until about a week and a half before their November meeting. Then they all have to shut up. So when you can get honorariums and free food, you go for it. Uh, the other indication that they've uh, got out this morning that kind of gives us pause, the yield on a 10-year Treasury note from our federal government is the highest right now that it's been since 2006. I mean, date back, that takes us through a lot of economic cycles, a lot of crises, a lot of reasons to uh, park your stuff uh, in federal bonds, and a lot of reasons to uh, unload them and increase the yield and go to bull markets. Highest rate since 2006. That's not a good sign. No, it's not. It's it's come off its high this morning a little bit. Is at five point oh one right this second. It was up to five point oh four percent for the thirty year Treasury. Um, and let's remember that's the number that really focuses when when we're talking about mortgages. This is what the mortgage company looks at is that five percent, and uh, and they want to get more than that on their mortgages. So we we may I'm sure we'll see mortgages well over eight percent now. Absolutely. Yeah, keep in the back of your mind that mortgages is basically analogized it to retail. The banks buy money at wholesale, and then they sell it at retail. So there's a markup on there. When you see a 5% note valuation on the federal bonds, uh, they're going to get their, uh, well, not full keystone markup, but there's going to be a markup on it, and that's why the mortgage rates go up when the interest rates go up. It's just it's a, an awkward situation. Bunch of household names reporting this morning and after the close last night. Probably the glamour one of the bunch is Tesla. Yeah, Tesla. Tesla came out, but they're getting hit hard this morning because they really failed to impress investors with their third quarter results. Um, they uh, they came in at sixty six cents a share. They were expected to make seventy four cents a share, and they missed on revenue uh, by uh, not quite a billion dollars. So. Um, they are getting punished today, down almost 6% this morning before we get going. Ouch. Yeah, remember we've been talking about how they've been reducing prices on Teslas in order to stay competitive. And, well, your margins get smaller, your sales get smaller, and uh, then the stockholders are hacked off, right? That's right. Now, the other side of the coin, 
We'll look at another big uh, stock, Netflix. Uh-huh. Netflix reported, and uh, their new subscriber number really hit it out of the park. Um, the expectation was for the quarter to add 5.49 million new subscribers. They uh-huh. actually added 8.7 million subscribers. Um, so now they so much for so much for borrowing Aunt Maggie's Netflix password. They're exactly. watching you these days. <laughs> exactly. So the the crackdown in passwords um, kicked in, and some new advertising supported tiers in their system also helped. And uh, and now they're going to be raising our rates again. Um, yep. The, you know the ad ad service rate where you have to look at ads. It's staying the same. The basic. But all the premium services are going up. Um, their basic plan is now going up $2 from like 10 to 12. Their premium will be like up $2, $3, $23 to, from 20 to 23. Um, mm-hmm. Their standard plan will remain at $15.49. So, um, oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hey, they've gotten some pricing power and they're going to use it now. Evidently, yeah, they're saying it's because of the expected increased cost of original programming with the writers and actors strike. Remember, the main part of the strike with the actors still is uh, is uh, is is royalties that come from streaming service shows. So they want to get Netflix to start paying their share of the load instead of just uh, loading it onto the TV networks and the movie studios. So Netflix yeah. is kind of anticipating that and raising their rates. That, that and let's let's face it, they are doing a pretty good job of of creating some original content. So they're trading up fifteen percent this morning. All right. Uh, you had a big airline after United just completely tanked yesterday. How did American Airlines do this morning? So American Airlines uh, beat on earnings, missed on revenue. Um, hmm. So, so a, a kind of a mixed bag. Again, they're they're saying that looking forward, fuel cost is really putting a damper on their earnings. They did revise their uh, their year earnings. Um, from uh, they expected they, they originally said three dollars to three dollars and seventy five cents. They've adjusted that to two dollars and twenty five to two dollars and fifty cents a share. Um, when it comes to their earnings, they're not getting beat up this morning though, Dave. Um, kind of unexpectedly, they're actually up two point six percent this morning. And I kind of get the feeling in the futures that uh, investors are a little bit better humor this morning than they were yesterday. Could be. Got a couple um, more. Yeah, we do. So an old time one, AT&T, they reported and uh, beat expectations, came in at 64 cents a share, two cents better than expected. Uh, Revenue was slightly ahead of estimates as well. Uh, They're trading up 5.1% today. Um, Blackstone, not to be confused with BlackRock. Um, Blackstone is an alternative asset manager and they, uh, they missed on earnings and on revenue as well. And so they're trading down 5%. And let's close with this one, Las Vegas Sands. Um, they uh, topped expectations for the third quarter and uh, posted more revenue than expected. Earnings were came in where they wanted them to be. And uh, and they're trading up 5.1% today. So uh, some some green ink out there today. We're not really seeing it in the original indexes. I think we're starting to see a little bit of a turnaround now in uh, some of the futures. 
Yeah, I'm kind of seeing it. I just got an update, and I'm not particularly happy with what I'm seeing. 45 minutes before we open, what are we looking at? So we uh, on the indexes, we got a little bit of green ink, not not a lot. I'm not sure how that's going to transpose into the earning. I mean, into the uh, open this morning. But the Dow Jones Industrial 30 is up $25, uh, less than a tenth of a percent. The S&P 500 up $7. That's almost two tenths of a percent. And the Nasdaq 100 up $64. That's getting close to a half a percent right now. On the other side, we got silver and gold both. Uh, uh, retrenching a little bit. Um, silver down four tenths. Gold is down less than a tenth. Crude oil heading the way we like it to go down seven tenths of a percent. Still not where we want it to be on the overall price point. $86.67 a barrel. I did see though, Dave, that uh, Biden um, took the restrictions off of Venezuela in chain in exchange for oil. You know, politically, I can have my disagreements, but the increase in supply might just help a little. Fair enough? Fair enough. Uh, take what we can get in the process. It costs too dang much to be able to fill up my gas tank. Overseas markets, uh, Asian response to our uh, prior day, and they were real unhappy. Everybody was off. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong was down 2.5% yesterday. Market as a whole down about uh, 1% overall. Europe is looking at our futures and saying they don't particularly like our sense of humor this morning either. They're down, but fractionally compared to Asia halfway through their trading day. Big do on Saturday down by First Baptist Church. Philip, we're going to get rid of everybody's old paperwork, aren't we? Yes, sir. We are indeed. We are having our annual uh, Statler Financial Shred Day where we'll bring in the shred truck. You show up and you can watch it be shredded right there on the site. Uh, it'll be from 10 to 2 this Saturday. Uh, like you said, it's 200 East Center Street across the street from the First Baptist Church. Uh, we'll be there. Hot dogs, water. We'll have some information from the Seniors versus Crime group um, for identity theft and things like that. So come on out and, uh, and get your stuff shredded up. And don't forget the Statler Financial Radio Show three times a weekend, six and noon on Saturday and again Sunday morning at 10 on News Talk 7.30 a.m. and 95.3 and then you and me right here again tomorrow morning again. Fair enough? Fair enough, buddy. Have a great day. Thank you, Philip. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope uh, your week's going well. Join us again tomorrow. Don't forget, Shred Day is coming up. Take care and see you soon.